going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yes, 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 yes. And we're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar. I'm your host with the absolute most, Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew. And I'm joined by my nearest and dearest. How are you doing, gents? Yo, yo, yo. We back. Recovery. Out here. How was your Easter's? Mm, me. <laughs> Alcohol filled. Alcohol filled, yeah, Shalom. Yeah. You was up in the island, my brother. I was up in O'Shea. No, Mon- oh, money things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a stag, so you have to drink. Mm, I hear you, man. Um, obviously, we are day, we are we are a day late, but obviously that's not that's not a problem. The show must go on, so let's start um, getting on with the shits, as I say. Um, we'll start with the FA Cup semi-final clashes. Um, so obviously, the FA Cup finalists are known. Liverpool dismantled dismantled City mainly in the first half to book their place into into Wembley again with a three two win, and Chelsea ran out comfortable winners versus Palace in the end with a two 0 win. Um, let me go to toast with this one because um, do you think that with City fighting a battle versus Atletico midweek with all their stars playing and two of them being injured in that game, the 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 fight that they had to endure um, against Atletico? Was the first half of the FA Cup final versus Liverpool, was that to be expected? Especially um, because we, we were able to rest our players, our main players in the Benfica game. So they were fresh. You know what, man? It's, 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 it's hard to say. I, think, I don't think anyone went into that game thinking that Liverpool would be 3-0 up at halftime. But if I'm honest, um, I, I don't want to give City that excuse, really. Because if you, if you look at the lineup, they had a lot of shooters still in the team, obviously. Um, obviously Cancelo started Foden started Sterling Grealish Bernardo Silva um, to be honest if I'm honest I think the game really turned on the Stefan mistake um, the second goal um, yeah. absolutely like cl- clueless as to what he was doing I don't know if the sun was in his eyes like, Bro, Edison did the same man I think like, it's just a, <laughs> it's just Edison, an Edison, thing, man. this is the thing Edison has the tech for it and maybe Stefan doesn't but I mean hmm. like it wasn't as if um, Mane was coming from his periphery like he was right in front of him and he hmm. still made the mistake so for me I feel as if that was a bit of a sucker punch for the City boys it kind of really took the life out of them and they only really got going in the second half like I mean I, it's fair to say that I think they were maybe the slightly the better team in the second half obviously they won the second half 2-0 but I mean, the damage was done, man. But credit to credit to Sadio Mane as well, man. Great goal. The second goal was a great finish. Yeah. Do you think like um, because obviously they missed KDB and Walker, but obviously you just said like um, that's not an excuse because they still had shooters. But it's like still whatever team whatever team there is, is 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 it still important to have key players there regardless of the amount of shooters you have? I'll be honest with you, man. Again, like looking at the team that City started, um, I'd say maybe 18 or 19 out of the 20 Premier League teams, they probably win that match. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, they're playing their like fiercest rival in Liverpool who did start all of your shooters. I mean, you had obviously Thiago in the midfield, you had your main front three. I mean, yeah, can't really can't really use it as an excuse, to be honest, man. Um, like I think City had enough quality on the day to get the win, but I, I don't know. Like, there's just something about this Liverpool team, man. There's a certain hunger in the belly as well, man, where it's just win every game at all costs right now, isn't it, man? I mean, whether or not the quadruple is actually a realistic target, 
it's like, it looks like it's something they're going for, isn't it? So, yeah. All right, man. Let me go to press. Um, because obviously Mane rolled back the years. It's funny because obviously people were people were trying to at Mane only last week, but he rolled back the years with his man of the match performances versus performance versus City. I mean, did he once again once again show why he is the best left winger in the league for you? Okay, a bit of a loaded one, but no, man. I've I, I think when he was going through his rough patch um, earlier on in the season, where I think even as Liverpool fans, you were beginning to question whether he was past, you know, past his best. Was he still able to produce at a, a high enough level um, for Liverpool? And I think in games like this, like Toe said, the second second goal was such a good finish, and um, it just shows you that. At any I did moment. not expect that, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, it was. It was a brilliant finish, man. Great volley, great pass from Thiago. But mm. it, it just, it just goes to show that, like, as a player, he can, he still has so much to offer, especially in this Liverpool team. Obviously, you know the system that you guys play probably warrants that you could replace him. You know, Luis Diaz, um, sort of at his heels at the moment, but. Yeah, he's still going to give you the big moments and big games, man. And he he proved more than proved that uh, this week this weekend gone. So I, I I still think he's quality, man. Honestly, this weekend this weekend um, against City, he was playing more uh, as a striker, and I think Klopp yeah. has been using him like that for a fair few times. And I've been telling Kenner as well, like I actually like him in that position. And I do think, think, like, do you think, do you think that was to accommodate Diaz almost? Yeah, mm. I think hundred percent because I feel like someone of Diaz's quality, you can't really, he can't really affect the game coming off the bench, so yeah. he has to like start. Um, but yeah, I like Sadio like as the striker. I don't know why, but I think like once he really clocks what's going on and what he needs to do, I think he can. Yeah, man, he can do numbers in the ST role as well, man. It's it's different to what Jota and um. And um, Bobby Firmino bring because yeah. he he's he's doing the more traditional striker thing. But yeah, man, I like it, man. Do you, do you not feel that you like should Klopp explore that? You know, him playing more centrally, say next season. Does that not give you like a selection issue? Like with the likes of Jota coming through, you know, whether Firmino stays or goes is another thing, but. And if you choose to add in that position as well. So do, do you, if, if Luis honest, Diaz man, is going to be out on the left, do you know what I mean? To be honest, man, I feel like, especially since Diaz has been signed, mm-hmm. our attacking quote-unquote problems has been a blessing in disguise, man, because teams don't know what front three is going to play. And I think that works in our advantage, obviously providing everyone is fit, which they are at the moment. And I think that's has kind of helped us um, since the turn of the year. So... I mean, man, by all means, man, they have to work for their bread in and they're all, every time they play, you know, they're, they're all putting in a shift. So, yeah, man, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Run it. Um, let's, go, let's go to Chelsea. Uh, Mace, let me go to you for this one. Because uh, Chelsea made hard work of Palace in the first half, but a techie effort from Loftus-Cheek and the Mason Mount slider done their dance in the end. Um, hmm. This is, uh, I didn't even know this, but this is back to back to back finals for Chelsea, and they lost yeah. both times against Arsenal and I think the, the other one City, I'm guessing. Or but was it both Arsenal? I don't know. Uh, 
No, I think Arsenal, then possibly City. I think you might be correct, but let me. How, how 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 do you fancy their chances, man, against the uh, Liverpool May the fourteenth? Um, I think it's a rematch of the um, Carabao final, isn't it? Mm. Um, so we have to we, we have to wait and see. It, it, it will be a good game because I keep and I and I agree with Ch- um Jake that on their day Chelsea can be a problem, and they can rival. Most top teams, yeah, the best. So that final will be very interesting. Um, a lot of big decisions made in that in the Carabao Cup final as well that probably swayed the tide. A lot of uh, big refereeing yeah. decisions. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like the Liverpool. Either team deserved it as yeah. much to win it. Let's let's put it that way. But but with just Liverpool's front three, uh, they're just they're just too much to to for most teams to handle and I think that's that's what wins it for Liverpool in my opinion yeah yeah I mean Chelsea is a weird one man because Very. this is actually my next question like how would you guys rate Chelsea season if they did not end up winning the FA Cup so reach FA Cup final reach Carabao Cup final um, reach Champions League quarter final by very very acrimonious in an acrimonious way and then um probably will finish third in the Premier League based on how they've played, based on everything, really. How, how would you guys rate their season? Yeah. Um, um, go on, Mitch. I would have a sense of disappointment if, if I was a Chelsea fan, only because I do remember after the, you know, the win of the Champions League, um, there was a lot of optimi- optimism going into yeah. the season for Chelsea. Um, they actually genuinely thought they could, you know, challenge for the title, especially after signing Lukaku. And that's another disappointment for them. They thought they were going to sign Lukaku in. They needed a striker. Now they're going to, you know, challenge for the league. Um, they haven't done that, obviously. And it's been a stop-start season for them. And obviously, there's been a lot of stuff going on off the pitch as well, which I don't think would have helped at all. But overall, I would say, I'd yeah, I'd be very disappointed. Reaching like a lot of finals, not winning anything, and coming third after... Just like... Obviously, you guys still have to play Chelsea in it, but like yeah. from the game at the Emirates, I think. Yeah. Like, how? What happened in that game? Did Arsenal win? No, we lost. Uh, no, they, we lost that game. That's that the was game. Lukaku. Remember, that the start of the season. Oh yeah, yeah that was tricep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah tricep. Yeah. When he told Pablo Mari to sit down. Well, also um, that was a different. That was a different Arsenal as well. Because like, if you if you look at Chelsea, I feel like my thing is this. I think Chelsea they really get busy when they play like the top teams that's when I think the players they, I don't I don't know if the players have like this underdog mentality of like we need to prove ourselves against these teams and then they they are a very difficult team to beat but then if you see the L's that they've taken as well it's against the smaller teams like 4-1 at home to Brentford um, they've got a couple other bookie losses I don't know where to place Chelsea man because against Liverpool they they look a top team against Madrid we all saw what they did it's not been done before at the Bernabeu in that manner. Um, but I, I, I just can't quite put my finger on, like, are they, like, at the level of City and Liverpool? Um, this is, City and yeah, Liverpool? this is what I was I just going to say. This was I was just going to say. I feel like they are quite clearly the third best, best team in the league, but there is still Question a gap. Marks. Yeah, there is still that gap between the City and the Liverpool. Like, I feel, for the most part, they play good football and tactically two shell sets them up well, two kill sets them up well. I also feel like maybe a little bit of, con- they afforded a little bit of context given this 
on the back of, let's say, a successful first season for Tuchel, mm. you know, winning the Champions League and to go on deep runs within, you know, within the uh, the cup competitions they've been in, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are some things that you could probably draw on and say, okay, as a second season, it's not the worst. Let's go again next yeah. season. Do you know what I mean? But then they've, 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 they've come in off the back of a Champions League win with high yeah. expectations, 100 yeah. million signing, yeah, to yeah. winning nothing, poss- possibly. Yeah. So we have to judge them the way we judge everyone else. Yeah, no, no. The reason why I think, I think the whole Abramovich selling the club will just overshadow this whole season for Chelsea. I think so. What they can, they can use that as a they, yeah. They will use that as a as you, a reason. You don't why. think that they, that should be a thing to be allowed? But I, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of fifty fifty with that. Man. Yeah, yeah, I think same. I, I think that <laughs> if I'm if I'm not a Chelsea support, that's what I would use. To be honest, I would just use that because you know that that is a major um that's a major thing that's happened this season. But the yeah. writing was on the wall long before. I mean, if let, let's put the cup competitions aside. Yeah, the writing was on the wall in terms of the league, probably way before, you know, all of yeah. this came came to light. Do you know what I mean? I feel they were yeah, not really in with a shout. Um, at the, the point onwards, that yeah. exactly, you know, at the point you know that what? the Abramovich stuff came out. You know what? I I pipped Chelsea to to win the league when they bought Lukaku. Same. So it's because I wouldn't say the writing was on the wall because they bought Lukaku. Someone who just wanted to hear ah. No, no, no. I think I think he meant during the season, in it. Like around the same time. At that point, that the Abramovich debacle happened. Yeah. They weren't in with a shout for the league at that point. Do you understand what I mean? So it's not like you could. You could draw upon that as a Chelsea but, fan and say that is the happens, reason why our season was derailed. Do you understand? What happened though? Because at that point, during that that particular um, that point, um, I believe Lukaku had that interview situation and he was off the team because he was injured. So you could say that that also um, hampered hampered their move towards um, the top. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I mean, you could. I feel like we we could do that for. We could do that for Arsenal. We could do that for United. We can draw on instances in the season that could could have proved as a distraction uh, for for why they might not have performed well at certain parts of the season. But at the end of the day, it's still a bit of an excuse for yeah. me. Like, I mean, it's it's an excuse. It's, it's it's facts. It happened. They they they. Like but, I do, said, but do you think it harmed the players on the pitch though? Because they're that's, still that's my thing. They're still done their job. They're still. Beat Spurs comprehensively in the Carabao Cup. They still reached the final. They still played well. They, yeah. you know, they still played well. As a Chelsea yeah. fan, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be pissed. If I'm a Chelsea fan, I wouldn't be pissed. So you'll just write. The, you'll just write this season off. Just write it off, and yeah. then next season we go again. Yeah, you see what you saw. What they done done to Madrid away to Madrid. Yeah, yeah. In the FA Cup final. They they went toe to toe with Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were unlucky with the whole Lukaku situation. Right, so now the, now you have the oh, Abramovich. 100, 100 mil unlucky. <laughs> yeah, boy, it happens. <laughs> it happens. That all happened, so, B. Yeah, there you go. So I would just say it's just a write-off because we know what they can do, especially with the coach they have and with the players they have. So you no, think that they're, they're going to be back next season and close the gap on the likes of City and Liverpool? They need to. I mean, they're, they're a better bet than Arsenal or United or the rest. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are the closest, but there's still a gap. No, according to Cartel Morgan. (laughs) They're winning the league, according to him. Hey, they're challenging. (laughs) 
Nah. All right, man. It seems like Shalom is cutting Chelsea a bit of slack. But um, yeah, like press, man. I'm a bit 50-50 with that. But um, yeah, let's move on, man. Let's get into the Premier League then. Because obviously the battle of the top four uh, was heating up. And I want to start with Spurs. Because um, all three teams were in action. Spurs was the first game um, of the Saturday. Took an L at home to a good Brighton side. And wait for it. Mitch, Brighton had nothing to play for. Trossard <laughs> with a last-minute winner after some clumsy defending from the Spurs side. So, I mean, Strizza, I don't know if you've watched the game, but I don't know, I think you did. Uh, what happened to the Kane and Son show at that particular game, man? <laughs> like, yeah, I watched it, obviously. Um, we were poor. Like, I don't know. From the beginning, it felt like one of those games where we just weren't going to get the result. Um to not have a shot on target after how well we've been playing, obviously the top scorers in this calendar year was disappointing. But I think in general, man, like we just from back to front weren't good enough and Brighton probably deserved the win. I think the most frustrating thing for me is like sometimes it's not your day. Sometimes you, you can't always score fours and fives, right? But you just don't lose the game. You pick up yeah. a point and, and you like you move on. So I think to lose in the last minute was obviously like a sickener, but yeah. I think I think Potter outcoached Conte yeah. in this particular game. And yep. Potter did the exact same to Klopp as well when they drew against us at home, where he just overloads the midfield. He put basically Bissouma was in front of Son the whole game. The whole game. He didn't let Son not Son, what's his name? Kane, Kane sorry. Kane, yeah. Kane, yeah. The whole game, bro. Like he didn't let Kane do his magic at all. And yeah, tactically, yeah, they, they were spot on to be. They were spot on, um, man. But I still, but I still think that, like, okay, probably lucky. I think a draw, a draw would have been deser- would have yeah. been a fair result, personally. But yeah, I think a draw is a fair result. But I think on the basis you've played ninety five minutes of football and you haven't had a shot on target, like you yeah. can't really expect anything from that kind of game. They were definitely the, the team on the ascendancy. They had more of the ball. They didn't create loads of chances, but the chances they did create were better than anything we did. Yeah. I think obviously it's disappointing the fact that look teams know we're going to try and play through Kane's going to drop in in between the lines and obviously play Son and Kudu or whatever. Um, losing Doki was a, was a big miss. Like I think as bad as he's been since he's joined, like he's been good lately. Got, when you've got Emerson Royal coming in, it's just <laughs> it's just not. Do you know what I mean? It's not the same. So I'm not going to make excuses. Like Brian deserved the the three points, and we just got to dust ourselves off and and move on. Move on, and you haven't got a game midweek in it. So you're uh, yeah, chilling. No game. No game. All right, calm. Um, toast. Um, I think um, Strizza just alluded to it earlier, but this uh, quarterback role that Conte has came playing nowadays, is this low-key um, like to the detriment of his own goal-scoring prowess? So maybe him not helping the team winning games or is the role that he's playing now better for Spurs? Um, so it's a good question, man. Uh, I, I, I guess it's one of those ones where it just really depends on how you see it. Like um, looking at Spurs' three prior games before um, the Brighton game, they'd scored 12 goals in three games. I think Kane had maybe five or six assists in those games, but hadn't um, scored a single goal. So mm. it's a question of, okay, no goals, but five or six assists. Um, which ones do you kind of take? I think, I think depending on the game, it's a blessing and a curse. Like the Brighton game, for instance, you're going to say, okay, you know what? Sometimes Kane just needs to, be a bit more productive in the box and score. But then obviously if you go away to Villa the week before, win 4-0 uh, and he has a masterclass like pulling the strings, then you're like, you know what? Let um, 
uh, Son and Kulisevsky like do um, finish the chances and um, let Kane kind of just pull the strings really. So it it really just um, depends game to game. I think personally Tottenham are a better team with um, Kane as a as uh, in this position, almost playing almost as a ten or as a quarterback. Just mm. on the fact that Son is one of the most um, like efficient scorers in front of goal, like in, in the league, in terms of he doesn't need too many chances to <clears throat> his goal conversion is very high. Put it that way. Yeah, facts, facts. Calvin, what do you think? Yeah, I, agree. Yeah. I agree with what Toe said, man. I think mm. um, obviously, like it, you do want to see him scoring more goals, and sometimes he's not in and around the box. But if you look at the productivity with the assists in recent weeks, and I think last season, obviously, he got loads of assists and he got goals as well. I think, obviously, with the start he had, his goals haven't been as high as they were last season, but he's um, he's offering different things to the team, man, so I can't really complain with it. I just think where we lack creativity, we kind of look to him. If we don't, if he doesn't do that, then I don't know where the creativity is going to come from. So I'd much rather have him doing that than have nothing at all. But ain't Bentacore your creator from deep as well? Yeah, but he's, like, he's more the guy that fizzes it into Kane to let yeah. him cook in it more than okay. anything. Yeah, 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 that's it. Like he he can punch balls between the lions into Kane's feet. Like he is obviously like a creative player, but I, I don't see him doing that kind of role. Like like and Ericsson would do, for example, like before. Yeah, he's kind of a different player, but yeah, I think Kane just got to carry on doing what he's doing. Like we took the L. It's a one-off. I see it as a one-off. I was confident going into the game, um, but. Thankfully, we didn't get punished by um by the scum. <laughs> All right, Carmen. All right, let's move over to your to your neighbours then. Um, Arsenal, after seeing their neighbours fell to their knees via Brighton, Arsenal had the perfect opportunity to scoop a dub and be in pole position for the top four race. Instead, they went on and lost to Southampton. Now, Mitch, uh, this is your third L in a row, and especially against teams who prior to playing against you guys have not won games. So what have you made of Arsenal recently? Where do I even begin? Because um, one month ago, all yeah. in the hour were very, very, you know, optimistic. <laughs> we, we had noise, boy. We were making noise. Um, last three games have been, like the performance have been lackluster. There's not been energy. It's just we're not creating chances. Um, we're not moving the ball as quick as we were um, when we were on form. And obviously that comes with, you know, after you've lost the first one, then you lose the second one. And, it, you know, confidence does go. Um, but we're just lacking, we're lacking something different. Um, and that's it. I actually meant, when I mentioned it last week and I kept saying, going on about, you know, you're providing the same, the same 11 every time. We're playing the same way every time. So there's no change in, in tactics. So, the team know, knows how we're gonna how we're gonna play. We're gonna move it about, try and get to the edge, try and cross it in. No one's gonna be there to header it in because that's we don't have a player like that in the middle. Um, so I, I, I'm actually quite I'm worried to be honest because other teams have got you know you've got players like Tottenham have got Kane and Son. You know the players that make a difference. Um, United have also got Ronaldo. Um, we guys, don't have you guys don't have that. We know, don't that have X factor. yeah that that that. That what like Vava Voom, what that Henri used to say, bro. We haven't got we haven't got that at all. Um, and that's where I think we're gonna we're gonna lack. Um just so to... obviously you haven't had that for the whole season, in it. So you're not gonna use that as an excuse now. No, so, no, no, of course. 
in terms but, of like your manager Arteta, let's let's have a chat about him because isn't it is it not then his job to and obviously Mace Toast chime in please is it not his job to then get the best out of his team especially against these teams where you would expect Arsenal to get collect dubs from um because there's been noise around him as well where Arsenal fans especially have not been happy with him in regards to team selection and tactics. Um, I think it's it's easy to blame him and say, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's Arteta's fault because he's going to be the first in line when something does go wrong anyway. You're not going to blame the players. You only blame, you blame the manager. Um, so I think it's easy to blame him. But you, you look at that squad, what else can he actually do? You got Pepe. He scored one league goal the whole season. He's bringing him. If he brings him on, he's not again. Confidence comes into it. He's not going to score a goal. He's not great. He's not the same player that he was last year. Where you know sometimes he'd create something. He hasn't created anything the whole the whole year. And there's nothing. He hasn't done nothing. Um, and Ketia is just not good enough. Um, <laughs> Give me my dog and Ketia, man. Oh, he's just not good <laughs> enough. Um, we could go across the whole team. If you're if you. If someone gets injured and you and someone's on the bench to come on, the the level the drop in level is immense. Mad. It's immense. Yeah, it's crazy because the players just aren't good enough that are on the or we don't have the squad isn't big enough and and strong enough anyway. That's what I think. Um, so I th- I think it's easy to blame the manager, but there's not much he can do when <laughs> the changes that if he makes a change. Well, but obviously, toasted the base answered this as well. But obviously, you can't blame the manager, but he is the one that sent Maitland Nars away. He is the one that sent Bellerin away. Obama Yang away with nothing coming in. Come on. Oh, 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 um, sorry. No, go on, go on, go on, Shalom. Come on, though. Like, Bellerin wasn't adding anything to the squad. I know, but uh, in terms Ob- of depth, Ob- Oba wasn't adding anything to the squad at that time. Yes, he's gone to Barca. Anyone with a brain would understand that if you're, if you're a player in the same quality as Oba, you're going to a Barca, you're going to, you will turn your game up. So that was not, exp- that was not, that was not like I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't surprised to see Oba do what he's doing. The problem we have right here as Arsenal fans is that we've lost Partey. Once Partey got injured, the quality was done. I, I don't mind losing Tierney because that can be dealt with by playing Tavares. I understand that's what he bought him for, or playing a, a back three. But once we lost Partey, we lost that quality. And that, for me, is a is a huge problem we have as Ar- for what well, Arsenal has and Arsenal fans. We need to find a way to replace that quality in the middle. So yeah, that's that's basically our problem number one, in my opinion. Toast. You know what, man? Um, I had some time to kind of watch the game, and I think it's just unfortunate that this game kind of came at the back of. Um, a number of bad results. But if I'm completely honest, like having watched the full 90 minutes, like this was actually probably our best performance in weeks. Like um, going going on to the, the Arteta point, it's one of those ones where I'm going to, I mean, I've never really been a big supporter of Arteta, but I'm going to re- have to reserve judgment until the end of the season. And I say that just because like, you can't beat like Leicester away, um, Wolves away, um, Villa away on one hand and then give him credit and then obviously want to kind of just throw all the, all the blame on it, on him sort of thing. So Arsenal fans, unfortunately, we can't have it both ways. So I'm going to reserve judgment on Arteta until the end of the season. With regards to the Southampton game, um, 
sometimes you actually have to just accept that you're not going to score goals in a game. I actually think that that was actually our best performance in weeks. Like Fraser Forster had the game of his life. I'm sorry. Like he had, he made three great saves from um, Bukayo Saka, a really good save from um, Smith Rowe, a good save from, from Shaka. To allude to a point that Calvin made earlier, in those sort of games, just don't lose. And that's our biggest issue is the fact that we lost the game, a crap goal from um, a set piece. Uh, we didn't deal with the second phase of play quite well. Ben White, everyone knows my feelings on Ben White. I have no idea why he's 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 gone off the pitch injured and then he's got up too late. And that's essentially what's caused the goal. But in my personal opinion, if we play like that again, I think we'll be fine the rest of the season. I mean, I mean, I, I can't I can't say with like as much confidence as I had a couple of weeks ago that we're going to make top four. But if we play like that again the rest of the season, I am confident that we're definitely going to be in with a challenge. And I say that just because you look at the the Wolves away game and you look at the um, the game away against Villa. We didn't actually create as many chances in those games as we did against Southampton, right? But we got the win in both of those games. So for me, if we are creating as many chances the goals will come eventually we've not been a high scoring t- team all season do you know what i mean so unfortunately we need to get back to defending our goal because because the common theme in those away games where we were keeping clean sheets now the clean sheets are gone like we need to get back to, to basics get the defense back to where it was and then like grind out these results because we've been we've been grinding out results all season the only difference now is that we're conceding a lot more and it's killing us in these games <laughs> Now, let me ask you this for everyone, actually, because all of you guys are involved in this top four battle. Like, for who would it be a bigger failure if top four is not reached? Man United. I I, I personally think, well, Arsenal should be bottom of that list, personally. It's got to be Man United. In the context of this season, Arsenal should be bottom of the list? It's United, United, yeah. Of in the context and of this season, why is that? Why is in that the... of interest? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I can't lie. Let's <laughs> want... put it this way: top four wasn't. If if you're talking about like the start of the season, fair yeah. enough. United, yeah, that's fair enough. But, but, that's if, the, okay, but if you talk about the context of the season, uh, okay, hey, and where Andy, and how many Andy. games in hand you men have had, and how that's many a... how many Bro? weeks off you've what? had, and you're saying you men are bottom of the list. What are we actually talking about here? Like we kept on telling you from the jump that. Games in hand are not points on the board. And it has come back to hit us exactly as we told you it would. Oh, not, not one Arsenal fan when we were in our good stretch. Cap. was saying that we were uh, favourites. No, that's not true, man. We refused to give up. Okay, well, well, I, well let me speak for myself then anyway. I knew that there was no way that we were favourites because I knew that something like this could happen still at the at any point in the season. I, was, I wasn't under the illusion that we were going to win the rest of the, all of our games the rest of the season. Like, top four was not wrapped up. We were in a good place. And now we've we've hit a bit of a rocky patch, and now we're, it's going to be a fight to the end. But for, for anyone, so what, to so say what do you think? Arsenal, so what do you think? Why do you think? You, why do you think United it would be a the, United would be the biggest failure, quote unquote, if they don't make the top four? Or why do you think it's United? <laughs> I, well, I I didn't actually I didn't actually say United. Oh, you didn't say that. Oh, but, okay. I said United. But I, said United. I mean, I'll, I'll let whoever said United speak. But I'm happy to kind of um, continue on my point after. Mm. For me, it's simple. Like United have spent loads of money, yeah. They've signed Ronaldo, they got Varane, they got some. We all know this. And really Sancho. Sancho. I, I understand obviously you can look at it now and say, but they're not out of the race. They've never been never have been out of the race in terms of like points. They're still yeah. no one just really rates them because we've almost accepted that they're just rubbish. 
yeah when in reality they're in and amongst it so for me like having that amount of money that they've spent and the play that they've got they should have come to be getting top four like, yeah. and I agree with Toast I would put Arsenal bottom I would put Arsenal bottom I'd put Tottenham mm. second and I'd put United top I personally as a neutral I, if we're talking about like at the start of the season then yes United first Tottenham second Arsenal bottom but I think the way this season has gone and um, the stretch of games Arsenal had and the games that they've been winning, the points that they were ahead of in context of like the games in hand that they had. Um, I would say the biggest failure at this point, I think uh, the Arsenal lads Without would be... question. They, Arsenal, I think, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. So let me finish harsh. my point. Well, I think Arsenal as a squad, they would be the most disappointing because I feel like Spurs, they've been dilly-dallying this whole season. So like, Top four at this point for them would be like, yes, we made it kind of thing. United, obviously, they would be extremely disappointed as well. But they've been in the mid- middle of the season. They've been dilly-dallying as well. Whereas Arsenal, since your first couple of games... Lean run they've had. What, okay, so what was well, our biggest lead in in, uh, in fourth that, spot for you to have this confidence that, 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 that Arsenal have thrown away that, the spot? Like, I, think, like, I, think, I, think, I think the Arsenal, if you was to ask the... Manager and the Arsenal players, they would be extremely disappointed. Trust me. Trust me. Be disappointed. I'm not saying they, they, Trust yeah, me. you're saying two different things, Andy. Come you're on. saying two different I mean, things. You're saying, you are saying two different things because you just I'm hit not. the nail it's, on the head. You said squad. You look at the squad. Arsenal's squad aren't, is not good that. enough. But to that's get what I'm saying. Cool. In the context, on oh the context words. of this season, oh listen to what I'm, I'm saying. In the, in in the, the context con- of this season, you guys kind of thrown it away. Andy, Andy, I'm, I'm sorry. We've played 31 that games. We've played 31 games this season. We've lost four out of the last five. If you're saying that a five-game stretch is what has suddenly has suddenly has suddenly made Arsenal fuck up the season, are uh, we? we uh, blah, 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 you lot were in pole position, though, man. Like prior to this bad run that you man are on, you can't, you can't. You man had the cleanest run, like for for the longest time, you man have been playing one game a week. You're not in any cup competitions. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think the gap was if you if you've won all your like your games in hand, or at least like two of them or something, you would have been closer to Chelsea than even being fifth. You would have been closer to Chelsea, and that's where you guys were. You would have been. And remember and when? Remember when May said? Remember when May said just to pull up something? And and obviously it's not happened now. But he said if he w- if uh you man were to win the games against who was it City, uh Liverpool, and uh was it Chelsea? At then that you point, deserve to you, be top. Yeah. Four. Then, yeah, then top I four did. is right. That's what May said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. That top yes. four. So. Yeah, and now you've lost. You've actually lost games outside of that, and the conditions haven't actually changed. Okay, exactly. So th- this is our point. So say if you've you, won those games against the teams that you should have beaten, you would you lot would have been comfortable. No, and, and, that's what, and, and this is what exactly. I'm saying that in the context of the season, you guys would be shooting yourself. You, you would be thinking that you shot yourself in the foot. Hundred percent. I'm sorry, I don't agree disagree. because I, I, I disagree. disagree. I disagree. All right. If we if we if we did no, a no, thing no, like like no. United and we bought these players, and I would just I would yeah, say but United season is dusted. Oh, come on, United come on, season man. is dusted. Come I'm saying I'm saying two different. If if we're talking about the start of the season, hundred and ten percent United. But if we're talking about the way the season has gone on, Spurs and Spurs and United have been dilly dallying. So fourth would kind of be like a. We thank God on our knees, kind I'm of thing. So, I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. For, United, sorry, man. 
I don't Arsenal agree. Have lost, Arsenal have lost 11 games this season. United have lost eight. How, Brother, how that can, does, like, you're still ahead of them. Like, what, what are we talking Like, what, what does that matter? Bro, United City have lost more now. games. City have lost more games than us. They're still ahead of us. United, United, are, United are ahead of us now. We're, we're six. United are fifth. Like, I'm sorry. You cannot yeah, tell but me you've that. Got, you've got a game in hand. The month of April has suddenly defined the season. Like, it's, uh, that's an absolutely ridiculous. Hey, that's my, that's my, that's it's, my opinion. Like, I mean, it's these, a, these men were yapping on Twitter, <laughs> yapping on Twitter about, ah, uh, United will start doing isms and schisms if the gap closes. And you, you men were pretty much, I'm not going to say that you man on pod specifically, but Arsenal fans were talking about life in Champions League next season. Like, they themselves. Bro, they made a Champions League anthem. They made, I've got they my compilations. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I've got brother, a Champions go League compilation on my phone, brother. Point, and but that point back, doesn't okay, back four weeks. We're talking about the pod members. Let's yeah. talk. About, let's, let's keep it to the Arsenal fans in the pods, innit? Let's not talk about uh, the nonsense Arsenal fans that will get. So you're telling me, Hardy boys, any yap? What's that? I ain't said nothing. Oh my days! No, no. Can you have Wait, some shame, Nick, brother? Nick and Tobbs, you man were saying just wrapped. I'm not gonna say the same for Tosin and Shalom because they won't really say. Nah, anything. maybe. Nah, nah, maybe they have as well. The only person that's been very, very calm is Monya. Monya's been facts, the one that's not been talking. Facts. Okay. okay. So what, what I can't say, say with yapping. good faith that Mason Tosin have been as calm as Monya. Facts, facts, what have facts. I said? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. They can't give us an example. No, so me I, me just I can't say one. My example is yet to come. I said, if we beat these teams we're about to play, then of course we should take fourth. So what? But so you, what? What you, have I said that is that is wrong? Come on, talk to me. I'm here. All right, man. Okay, let's move on then. So let's, yeah, <laughs> let's move on then. But boy, this that's that's my opinion in it. I think in the context of the season, Arsenal will be the most disappointed. I think um, overall, of hey. course, United, based on you know, based on their ambitions in last season and the money they spent. I think that's fair to be honest. Um, Calvin, did you did you, you want to say something or? No, I just like I kind of touched on it earlier. I think based off what you said, like if you're talking about beginning of the season, I agree United. But then when you you made some good points on the fact that I forgot, man, these men were like, what was it six points clear with a game in hand or something? Bro, or like, they, like, like it was at, at one point, like you say, it was looking like they were going to maybe look to get third. I remember speaking to my brother, obviously, like he's an Arsenal fan, and he was like, we're, we're gonna. We're gonna get third. They're in. They were in for like, third, bro. Yeah. Like catching Chelsea. Okay, yeah. So, Games in hand are not points on the board. Of course, no, no, we no, know no, that. We cool. know that. that, is that but that is true. But I, but I think as well. Like I think there's obviously been a little bit of upheaval at Spurs and United getting new managers. I think it's been consistent at Arsenal. You've had Arteta from the start of the season. Obviously, I think January was was a big factor for us our improvement. Yeah. And I think you getting rid of some players. Has had a detrimental effect on your on on your maybe maybe but then results have been good since January so it's kind of hard to really tell but yeah I think Arsenal will be the most disappointed. I think Carvin, I think you're players, you're, you're a big you're a bit correct there. If there's any criticism I would take, it's that Arsenal didn't buy players in January. That's the only criticism I would take on that point. But for the but rest, you of the- but you wouldn't but you wouldn't take that at the end of the season. Let's say um, Spurs makes top four. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be as you wouldn't, you wouldn't be thinking like we had a chance there. We could have done it on, on that, that point. On, 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 on that, on nah, that criticism, I just on that criticism I just mentioned. I.e., we should have 
bought players in quality but, players. Say yes but, or no, where, but where <laughs> was this? Where was this when you? It wasn't there a month ago, no, brother. No, when when it, we were winning, this guy was this because no, this no, guy no, was no, rubbishing when, what I said and said we only it's Partey is the missing link. So now you're capping, bro. When when we hmm. were winning, we had Partey. Partey was playing, <sighs> correct? No. So, so you weren't thinking, ah, you. I didn't hear from you at any point. Um, if we had a couple more signings in January to see this through, then I would feel more confident. I didn't know that from you. What I said verbatim is that Arteta took a risk by not getting players in. And the fact that his response was, we didn't see any quality players out there to get in. So we're not going to get just random players. But that's that's left to criticism at the end of the season. That's why I said. So quote me on what I said. So my point is, Arsenal has lost party. <laughs> that's, that's quality. We'd miss that quality. So that's done. As far as I'm concerned, our season is done. Because we oh, can't. Oh, wow. Like I said, 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 like we, you can lose Tierney. I'm fine with that. But we lost a, we lost a world class player in the midfield. We're not replacing um, him. How are you I'm telling not, me? How are you not, telling I'm me not, after I'm losing not, these three not, three can, games? Can, your I, I'm actually, I'm actually not gonna, you know, back what um, what's been said. I, I, I don't think it's over yet. We still got a chance. Of course. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I don't. Mike, Mike now, nah, Mike, but, Mitch, Mitch. My question was just like. At this point, final stretch. Whoever doesn't make it, who, who, who would like? Where would be the biggest failure? Who would be the most disappointed? Where would but be I'm, the biggest you're, failure? You're asking an Arsenal fan. Of course, I'm going to say I'll be the most disappointed because I, w- I want top four. But if you look at it from a neutral point of view, you're talking about the start of the season. And the start of the season, United would have. Yeah, yeah. From a neutral point of view, United. From yeah, and, has and, to be. But in terms of the course of the season, Arsenal. In I think that's fair as well. Yeah, that is fair. I would say that's a I fair. I think that's fair. I haven't said yeah, anything out of turn. That's fair. There's nothing. It's not our turn. We we were in a position where we could have secured it. Um, you know what? Against, Thank Ryan, you. Games against Thank Ryan, you. Ryan, you. Ryan, you. Ryan, Ryan, you. should be winning. Um, like, Mitch, you, you know the it? reason I disagree? I <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> For me, I've, I've, never heard, I've never heard you talk so much sense that in my cold, life. That codeine gone to the brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The only reason I disagree with Prez and Andy in this is just for the simple fact that throughout the course of the... I don't think throughout the course of the season is a fair assessment, though. We're talking about pretty much the end of March and the month of April. Like, the only difference is Arsenal have lost four out of five games in one little stretch as opposed to uh, we lost to Crystal Palace back in Jan. Uh, we, lo- we lost to Southampton in August. The only reason it looks like Arsenal have, have really done something this season is because throughout the course of the season, we have been relatively consistent. But we are allowed to go through this bad patch. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, if Arsenal finish now sixth between now and the end of the season, and we're, we're more or less on the same games now as, as Tottenham and Man United... I don't think that's a disappointment. This is about our level. Oh we, this is about wow, our level. Man. I have to be. I have okay, to, no, no, fair okay, enough. Okay, fair enough. Let me, let, if that's let, how you feel, okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be disappointed because there was a chance, but it was never a given. And I've, I've, I said this weeks ago, and the only thing I've really said on this whole point, and I've, I've maintained it, and I've said it twice already, that games in hand were never points on the board. And you guys know I said this, even when we were in good form. Like go and when you man when you man were closer to Chelsea and you were six points clear of the the, the chasing pack, you were thinking that top four was still a pipe dream at that point. 
But of course, I didn't think it was a pipe dream. But I, I know I remained humble in that time. And nobody can say I, I, I thought otherwise. I was humble the whole time. Like, you know, you guys know what I'm like. You guys know how passionate I am. I've not made one outlandish statement about Arsenal's top four credentials all season. We'll, all check, season. The, we'll check the archives. All right, man. Stay <laughs> long, I'm going man. through Twitter as soon as we jump off this. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, man, be my guest, please. All right, man. I hear it. All right. Um, let's move over to United then, because uh, they were the only one of those of those three teams that collected a dub, did good business, unlike the other two. Played against, um, you know, Mitch. Um, they played against a team that actually had something to play for and won. Um, Norwich came back from a 2-0, however, um, and then Ronaldo um, finished it off with an excellent free kick. Uh, Prez, much needed three points with your ups dropping points. How important was this dub? To be honest, this top four race is, is really turning out to be a bit of a circus, man. Like, <laughs> before before this game came up, um, I was really like, you know what, count us out. I even said it on the last pod, don't involve United in discussions for the top four race because we're just not serious candidates for it. Um, but Spurs dropping points, Arsenal dropping points, West Ham dropping points, you know, they're sort of outsiders in this race. But you, you just think, Raul, nobody really wants this. And United don't have the most favourable run coming into this game. But if if I am... Um, I think all, all three of all three. Yeah, all, all, yeah, all three of us don't have You're the best runs. You're playing each other as well, isn't it? Yeah, we are indeed. Yeah, we've got Sick. Chelsea, we've got Liverpool, we've got um, Arsenal to play as well. Uh, and do, I, um, I don't think we've got... No, we've played Spurs twice already. But um, yeah, looking at this game... <sighs> Bruh, if I'm honest with you, it was much of the same in terms of the way that the, the course of the game and the way we played. You know, team a team like Norwich coming uh, to Old Trafford and feeling like they can genuinely, in their heart of hearts, pick up a result. Um, Timo Puki played out of his skin. He was the best player on the pitch for me, uh, aside from Ronaldo's hat trick, of course. But he was a threat all game. He reminded he was he was playing like a poor man's Harry Kane, uh, coming deep, receiving the ball. Um, playing his uh, playing his uh, uh, co- uh, his colleagues in, and he he got an assist and a goal. Great finish for his goal. Uh, I think the story of the game was there was just no one in our midfield uh, to to really provide any structure. Like we played with Pogba in the in the uh, the six holding role. Uh, we had Lingard. Is, is that because um, Fred is injured? So the Fred is Pogba injured currently. Well, yeah, okay. Fred is injured currently, and. I never thought I'd actually say this, but in the context of our squad, I think we missed Fred uh, because there was really no one in there to uh, put out any fires or or stop the the easy transitions that Norwich were getting. So um, even, you know, Ragnik after the game was just like, uh, you know, it's a, a ridiculous amount of times that they were just able to uh, pass through our midfield unchallenged. And that was really the story uh, right up until the last, um, even when Ronaldo uh, banged in his free kick there was still that threat of Norwich coming back uh, to, to level the game. So, yeah, I mean, it was good to get three points, but then obviously you look at the overall performance of the team. It was Ronaldo bailing us out yet again, as he's done uh, on more than one occasion this season. Um, and yeah, I'm just taking the three points at face value, really. I'm not really looking into anything else. I still think in terms of the top four race, I'm not looking at us as, as serious candidates. I must be really, really honest with you. And that's and that's based on like the way your team is performing, not really 
based on like Spurs or Arsenal are better or something. C- correct, correct. We 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 just don't look like we want it. I feel like the players have really have just turned their back on everything. Honestly, it's just performances aren't good enough. And it, th- this is why I will laugh extra hard if Spurs or Arsenal actually allow us to do this because. It, I, I can't say we, we hey, deserve it. Please don't laugh extra hard, man. Just, we'll be happy just collect about that fourth man. I'll, I'll laugh. Is, I'll laugh, bro. I'll laugh. Criminal. No, press it all. Press it all. Be there, you know. No, but you know, you know. But <laughs> let is, me let me put context. Let me press. put context around why I would laugh, because these these men that have had opportunities to grab fourth pretty much unchallenged have not been able to do it and have allowed United who have pretty much been shit all season grab fourth that that is what would make me laugh mm. that is what would make me laugh so, so United United who have lost eight games all year Arsenal have lost 11 but United have been shit all year but Arsenal have been amazing like it's not adding up like, not adding up it's not adding up let him talk man it's not adding up I hear what you're saying though Tos. I feel like you know what it is yeah where you went on a run it looked like you were very consistent. Whereas like we were winning a game, losing a game, winning a game, like, and United inconsistent, one week they win. And I think that's what it comes down to. In reality, we're all shit. And yeah. realistically... <laughs> Thank but, you. How many wins? You man are talking about goals, yeah. How many wins? Thank you. Got? Arsenal got 17 wins. United got 15. Spurs got 18. So Arsenal okay. got the second biggest wins. So United has just been doing Ogbono soup and just drawing, just a lot. drawing up the place, especially Yo, since Radnick coming. That game yesterday, um, some of the defending from United, my goodness. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it was atrocious, man. Was it? Honestly. Um, Shalom, yeah. let me go to you, man. Um, because obviously, press mentioned his boy, um, Ronaldo, second hat trick this season for United. Am I correct? Yep. Mm. Second, yep, 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 yep. thirty-seven years old. Yep. 15 goals, more than yep. Mane, Jota, Donis that are in their prime, basically. Two yeah. behind Son. Yeah. Five behind, um, what's that Donis name? Salah. Can I, can I just rattle yeah. off a stat quickly that I saw? Um, this is his 16th season scoring 20 plus goals in a row. I saw and that, man. And that, and that as well. Great. Um, y'all, y'all know where I stand with the Ronaldo thing, but at the same time, I'm a big Ronaldo fan, man. And, um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's the end of the season now, seven games to go. I think I'm not going to back you in tabs again, man. I feel like without <laughs> Ronaldo United, would would have been in the gutter. And, that, and I think that's 100% facts. Okay. You, Shalom, are you looking to double down on the blocking the young boys comments at this stage? Or like, for me, it's like, for me, what would the me. young boys do? <laughs> for me, for this me, I'm, I'm I'm just looking at it from the Ronaldo standpoint. I would, if I was Ronaldo, I would have rather gone City, collected a Ballon d'Or. Bro, let, let's not let's not change the argument now. So, what subject. are you saying, <laughs> Mace? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see your point, my brother. You're, ch- you're changing the team. What, 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 KDB what? can't win Ballon d'Or. How is Ronaldo going to go City and win Ballon d'Or? Bro? Oh, come on, man. So, hey, this, oh, is, uh, this is terrible come, stuff. Come, is come terrible on, stuff. come on. He would, though. Okay. If he, if he wins no, no, ex- exactly, exactly. No, no, no. We want to call it terrible. Now you're walking me up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. <laughs> about terrible stuff. I answer his question, thing, though. No, but answer my question, though. Is Shalom. he... No, no, no. Is he blocking the, the, the young boys? That's a very multifaceted question. Because no, no, no. In terms of like, because obviously at the, um, somewhere in the middle of the season, that's what you yeah. guys were saying. But then... No, the start. The that's... At the start, no. That's yeah. what... That, or yeah, at the, even at the start. start, you said. Yeah, at the Sorry. start of the season. So, so um, Tabo said it and I said, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that because 
when I look at United, at the start of the season, they had Greenwood, Rashford, etc. Sancho was coming in. I was thinking, okay, this looks a scary sight to me. Not now, but in the future. So yeah. if you if you na- not nurture this talent, nurture the young guys, there will be something to to be to behold in the future. Ronaldo coming in right now. Yes, I've said so many times. I love Ronaldo. He, you've mentioned his accolades. He's an amazing player. He's, in my opinion, number one. I would take Ronaldo over Messi. That's 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 me. And I'm being and I'm saying this on wax. But if I'm Ronaldo, and for me, I I if we go back to the whole situation where City was after him, City won't be after a player if they haven't spoken to him somehow and they've gotten an indication that he's actually looking to come. So if I'm Ronaldo, I'm thinking I'm going to City. I don't really have to do much. I'm just gonna tap it in, and and there you go. I I I I just rack up the numbers. That's a Ballon d'Or shout. Just to so, just to go back to the to the point though, like, yeah. do you feel like Ronaldo? Because obviously this season, like the quote unquote youngsters at United have not really shown like that. No, um, Rashford no. has regressed. Sancho no. has not really. Um, Transformed his Bundesliga form, so to speak, to the Premier League as of yet. Yeah. Um, Elanga doing his thing from the academy. He's probably the only one doing his thing. And obviously Greenwood is Greenwood. So he, you know, that that happened. So yeah. let, let's talk Rashford specific and Marshall got sent out on loan. So let's talk Rashford specifically, who, you know, was probably the golden child of the United Academy. Like, do you think it's like synonymous? When you say synonymous as Explain. As in, like, as in, like, Ronaldo being there has proper style for him in every shape possible. Like, I, I think with Rashford, it could throw in injuries there for Rashford, mm. and as a as a reason why he he's been stifled. Um, yes, yes, United bringing Ronaldo has helped. Of course, he's Ronaldo. I've never said that he wasn't going to do anything there. He was always going to be Ronaldo. My point was, look, Tabs, you're on your own, brother. Yeah. Has, has, Rush, has Rashford, has his progression been yeah. stifled by Ronaldo's arrival? For me, I don't, I don't think so. I think Rashford's progression was really, dec- well, what, not declining, but stifling before this season started. It's, anyway. it's own doing. Facts, yeah. Facts. So yeah. that's never been my issue. When I, when my issue is when I see, when I, when I look to United, I thought, okay, Right. If you want to challenge for the future, you need to build for the future. That's always been my point. Ronaldo is I think most United fans agree with that though. Yeah. Like it was it was a very now now. Yeah, it was a knee jerk. It was hundred percent a knee jerk. I didn't I didn't disagree with that. But this whole blockage thing, the blockage narrative, blocking the young boys narrative, I think we can put that to rest, man. I I I think that's it, it's not something that we should really entertain as a as an angle anymore. Also, you have to take into account the Greenwood situation. That's that all happened during the season as well. So there's, there's like I said, there's multifaceted. There's a lot of things that have happened. But what we can agree is that Ronaldo is the goal, and he will do what he's always done in the past. So yeah, <laughs> that's not but what yeah. we're saying, isn't it, man? But Shalom is trying to take us. Yeah, down yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, buck, go, we'll buck him on the on the light on the don't worry. <laughs> nah, come buck me. I'm here. I'm here all day. <laughs> Plus, I've got a couple more questions, man. Because obviously, yeah, man. uh this week um news came out um first in Holland from Holland, then obviously it came to your shores as well that Eric Tenag um has basically agreed in principle. 
And I think he's, you know, contracts have been signed by now as well. And they're just yeah. waiting on announcing it. Um, what do you think, man? Are you happy with that? Uh, yeah, just just to let you know, just in case you've not seen it, Fabrizio actually announced it as well today. I think a couple of hours ago, uh, just okay. confirming everything as well. So, Calm. yeah. Um, what do I think of it? Uh, I think when you mentioned, I think you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that, you know, th- things were kind of moving quickly with him and it's, you know, he's the likely candidate for United. And my first reaction was, I feel sorry for him, man, because he's got more than his work cut out for him with the squad that he's going to inherit, the situation he's going to inherit at United and um, the pressure that comes with the United job alone. Uh, I think the position that United are in at the moment, there's a lot of people out there in the footballing world that are that are really enjoying this patch or this period that United are going through. Um, especially yeah, call it the, period, man. Not a patch, my G. It's a period. It's a period um, that uh, United are going through at the moment. You know, the, the journalist reports that are coming out and, you know, it, it really seems like there's uh, uh, an... Uh, an added scrutiny when it comes to United, especially when it comes to the uh, the individual players as well. Yeah. So this is all stuff that he's going to have to inherit and deal with um, and understand how fickle the fan base is as well. And he'll, he'll come to see that, um, you know, when he... The you know the team selections he 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 decides to go with or the tactics he st- decides to play. If we're not getting results, the fans will let him know that, and that will obviously add to what is already a bit of a circus at United. So you it's know, funny he, because like you know he he he's currently at the biggest club in uh, Holland. Yeah, but that is not that that is not United in it because United Income, is yeah, exactly. top two top exactly. two in the world exactly. Um, but the way he came into Ajax as well, he came in in his first season a lot of scrutiny as well. And mm-hmm. the simple, simple, the simple reason was because he is not uh what what do they call it? He's not an Ajax coach. Mm-hmm. So the fans of Ajax had a problem with Eric Tenak in his first season. So his whole first season, until he actually won the league, that's when yeah. they actually started warming up to him. So I think he's kind of used to he, he's a, he's a very like stone-faced guy hard mm-hmm. he's kind of used to that but mm-hmm. like you said man like reality might sit in because united is a whole different, different game, beast man. man yeah and and yeah i just I, I don't want his i want him to be successful i think like everyone right. in holland is excited they mm-hmm. want him to take the job um uh, they because obviously it's united and they want him to be successful i obviously it's going to the ops in it i don't <laughs> want him to end up like a vanguard yeah, I no, kind of want him to be successful as well because because you can go there, you can ruin your name, man. You can yes. start being linked yeah. with Burnley and that after United. That's job, the thing, me? man. And that's why I think what I described it as is, is a poison chalice, man, because mm-hmm. so many uh, managers prior, you know, post-Fergie have come in and, and tried to take on the role and have failed miserably, you know, albeit, winning silverware in some cases but the overall period in which that that they're there is uh you know for short of expectations so i'm i'm hoping for his sake i'm hoping that he does well man i'm i'm hoping that he's got like a clear plan of action coming in and he knows what he's up against because it's a big big job man talking about that as well obviously i don't know if you've seen it but like 
there's been like conversations leaked with his meeting, his interviews, mm-hmm. where apparently like he wants Ronaldo out. Yeah. Um, he wants a lot of players at United actually out, but even like um, fringe players, like people like Lingard and that, he wants to keep and like Eric Bailly as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably based on like the way he plays or the way he likes his, you know, his players. Have you have you have you caught wind of any of that? And yeah, I have got but, an idea of. I have, but it's for me. I'm, I'm not really getting too. I'm not really reading into that too much, man, because he's not officially in the hot seat yet. So for me, everything up until then is speculation, man. Um, yeah. To say with that whole Ronaldo thing, I, I don't think that would have been publicized in the way it has if that's actually a conversation that took place. So yeah. for me, I feel that that's speculation for me. I think that's cap. Yeah. I think yeah. He'll, be, he'll be looking to move him on. We probably wouldn't offer him a new contract. But mm-hmm. if Ronaldo would want to stay an extra season, exactly. Definitely use him. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. What what do what do you get? What do the others think? Neutrals. Um Eric Tenag at uh United. Is it is it finally gonna change? Boy. <laughs> United, man. They're in the gutter, man, and long may they remain there. I mean, it, it's it's hard it's hard to say in it, man, because um United have had obviously a number of different managers and they've used that as the excuse for a while, while bringing, I'd say, pretty quality personnel and they've not been able to get the job done for quite some time now. Like We're, we're coming close to a decade now since like United last won the league. So I'm not holding my breath on kind of immediate return to glory, if I'm honest, And mm. but we shall see, man. Probably like a style of play would roll. Would roll. They'll, they'll finally have one. Um, and he's kind of like similar to like Ragnik Klopp in terms of his style of play. So let's see, man. Let's see what happens. Um, let's go to the bar. Uh, press. Yeah, man. Just shot for the one and only, man. Have to shout him out after his uh, performance, putting his team on his back for the umpteenth time this season. Uh, CR7, the GOAT. Scoring a hat trick to give us three points. Uh, we take those three points and we move, man. We move, man. Is there any more shots? Yeah, I got one. I know you were talking about Van Hal. He got um diagnosed diagnosed with prostate cancer. Cancer, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A shot for him. Um, he beat it. He, he I think he's it. beat it. Yeah, man. Is he beating it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So well, there you go. A yeah. shot for him. Shot for him, man. Yeah, shot for him. Vangelis. Alright man, this was episode 108 My name is Andrew, aka Rapping Drew With my compadres And we out, peace Peace, peace. peace. In a bit, Hey, hi